Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. On today's show, we bring you Christmas cheer. We bring you merriment. We bring you joy. And that is because we are talking about the demise of Jose Mourinho. Demise of Jose Mourinho. Oh, and also me and Tom getting a big fight about Shaka. Um, yeah, enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode twenty. What's that? Twenty. Twenty. What's that, Tom? Yeah, twenty, mate. I can't believe we made it this far. Twenty of a part of two halves. I am Michael, the host, as ever. I'm joined here by Lee, who is a one-legged man today <laughs> heard you had a little fall there buddy yep one second into a run not even a second probably just once half a second fell over done hobbled back upstairs and cried still How lasted longer than usual mate <laughs> um the phone has also suffered a uh, horrific injury as well Namely, a catastrophic injury the screen is is buggered mm. Completely smashed up. That's so, yeah, not good. Good times for me. Good times for you. I hope the Christmas season is treating you better, Mr. Tom. Yeah. How are you doing, buddy? I'm all right, man. Yeah, I'm all right. It's uh, fuck me. It's busy when this time of year when you have a kid and everyone wants to come and see and say hello and stuff. Work is work, but I mean, the last week before Christmas, I don't know how you guys find it, but it's either manic or like dead. Like it, no one's in. Yeah, I've had to take off basically all of Christmas so far. It's been all right. Yeah, not bad, huh? But so, yeah. All good. All good. You know, it's, uh, I think that we've got... We had plans for a show, and then something happened today, and hey, those what, plans what? went whoop, out the window. What happened? Well, oh, that's right. That's right. Jose Mourinho has been sacked. A Christmas miracle for a yourself. A Christmas miracle for myself. What a day. What a glorious day. Happy tidings to all, because there's no more Mourinho stinking up the joint. Hope has been brought back to you. What a glorious day. How, I mean, I suppose we should start with that, or we could start off with, um, you know, something else. Let's let's start with the Liverpool game. Uh, it probably leads us into where we are now. 
And Mikey, do you want to take us through what happened in the Liverpool game first? Um, okay, should be should be quite easy to do that. Um, obviously, I don't take people through games. That's usually your. That is usually our thing, but we feel <laughs> special yeah, so circumstances. I dip my toe in, bro. Yeah, dip my toe in. Um, basically, we turned up. It was shocking. Liverpool had like thirty-four shots, which is the most uh, I think Man United have ever conceded to another team in Premier League since records began. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we were beaten three-one. Two of their goals were deflections, but they should have scored several more anyway. The goal that we scored was a goalkeeping mistake. Um, if it wasn't for De Gea, we'd probably be have lost a bit more. And we turned up there with no guts, no passion, no game plan, no tactical nous. Uh, our most expensive ever footballer on the bench, not even looking like he's going to come on. Playing a formation which included the likes of Ashley Young and who else played? Phil Jones playing? Darmian. Darmian. Oh, no, Darmian fucking... Uh, but ba- ba- Bailey and uh, oh god yeah that wasn't good was it and Ro- was it Rojo play did he play no he can't have played I'm going to have a look I think you might be right it's a proper banter team he put out oh it was awful it was awful and then you had that you know the, the midfield Leeds just done a fart there that was good I hope the uh, I hope the <laughs> definitely the, not the microphone picked that up um, no yeah, we had, we had a, a horrible midfield full of nothing full of slow man Matic strolling around the park Showing no urgency in attack or in defence. Up front, we had the ever vibrant Romelu Lukaku, you know, looking looking dangerous. His first touch again, highlighting how much of a poor player he actually truly is. Um, I genuinely think on a football pitch, I've got a better first touch. <laughs> like genuinely. It Have you seen the um, the one the video got knocking about with the Valencia game and all his touches in the game? Uh, yes, I have actually, because I'm the one who sent that to you. Horrific. I'm pleased you uh, realised who sent that to you. That was me that sent that to you, but yeah, never mind. Yeah, I actually just watched it. Yeah, well, I sent it to you last week. But... Oh, did you? Yeah, I didn't watch it. Yeah, fine, good one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anyway, in summary, uh, I didn't think even Liverpool were that good on the day, and they still looked miles better than United. I think in the. Um, I think the stats were a little bit exaggerated uh, by yeah, the amount of shots. A lot of shots from outside the area, like 30 yards yeah. with Lovren and there Van Dijk. Is, there is truth. To when Mourinho came out after the game and said that actually we were pretty much alright. For a for a period we were okay in that game because he said I think three of their four back four had a pop from twenty plus yards yeah, each absolutely. within the space of about three or four min- minutes at that in uh gone all over the place there. But they all basically had a shot from miles out. And there's I think United on occasion did look half dangerous on the break. There were a few opportunities, but I've said it before, say it again. Jesse Lingard isn't good enough to beat Man United. Marcus Rashford isn't good enough to beat Man United. Romelu Lukaku is not good enough to beat Man United. So you've got all three of them there trying to attack, showing no, look like, looking like they never played with each other before, which is pretty much an indictment of, of Mourinho's tenure at Man United. Obviously, after the game, the Sky had a very interesting panel in their studio. It they did. had Roy Keane weird, weird. joining Sunes, Carragher, and Neville. I'm not going to lie. I was quite excited to see this this punditry lineup because I love Roy Keane as a grumpy man. I love his dourness. He's he's angry at the world. I love, and it pains me to say, I love Graham Souness. I think he's hilarious. I think he's he's fury at how the modern game is in 2018. Is always a sight to behold. And Paul Pogba. And Paul Pogba especially. <laughs> um, Neville and Carragher obviously always good value, and all four of them for the first time since Mourinho's been manager of Man United, Neville. Finally, for the first time, said that he's not going to be there much longer. Yeah. 
He's always said that you should back the manager, you should back the manager, you should back the manager. But even he, who has backed Mourinho publicly for quite a long time, has, you know, he, he fell on his sword with that one. And then you saw Ed Woodward in the stands with Bobby Charwin having a chat to him throughout the game, not looking very pleased. You saw David Gillen and Alex Ferguson sitting in the stand as well. Again, not looking very pleased. I am very surprised that he's been sacked, you know, this morning. I think everyone is. It came really out of nowhere. I, amusingly, it was only last night, which was, as you're listening to this, it'll be two nights ago. Um, it was only two nights ago that I actually Googled Jose Mourinho and because I, I wanted to see, are there rumours about him getting sacked? Is anything going on in the gutter press to indicate that he's going to be gone or am I going to have to wait until the end of the season and you know fail in our attempts to get Zidane, fail in our attempts to get Pochettino and end up with, you know... I don't know Kevin Nolan or something, <laughs> but no, he was he's gone. He's he is gone. gone. It's, it did um, come out of it's, nowhere. It's surprising, surprising. It did catch people off guard, didn't it? They've, they've also gotten rid of his entire backroom staff as well. Rightly so. I mean, um, ultimately, with with regards to what you're saying here, apparently the, it was face to face. It's Carrington, isn't it? The, the training ground, <laughs> and he honestly didn't see it coming. Because well, dude, he was only saying, was it? It was last week or the week before. He was bragging to the press that you know it's going to take. Basically, something along the lines of, "Do you know how much it's going to take for them to sack me? I'm not worried about getting a sack." It, it, it's going to take it, 24 million pounds, is what it's going to take. Uh, I've heard 34. For, I, I've, I've heard oh, the no, 34 th- th- is for Pochettino. For Pochettino so that's, that's correct. Right, yeah. Right. So basically, a net spend on managers this year could be 60 million. Um, do you think it's the right thing to do? I I think it's the right thing to do providing that they don't do something stupid now. Now, they've got six months, right, to get their house in order for the next yep. guy to come in. This is not a time to go do something stupid and give Mark Hughes a three-year contract like Southampton. You know what I'm saying? That The guy yep. that comes up next, don't buy into him if he has a few good results because he's going to get some bounce because of the players being away from Jose Mourinho finally. You're going to see Paul Pogba back in the team and he's going to want to be proven a point. If there's anything about him, which there most certainly is, because at the age of 25, he's a world champion. He's won multiple league titles. He's not a bad footballer. Mourinho beat the life out of him at that club. He hasn't helped himself, uh, but I certainly feel that he's the sort of character which will want to go out and show how good he is in the next six months. Um, Because I'm here in Solskjaer. He's going to be the guy uh, who's going to take over. So Carrick's in for 36 hours to just kind of take training, I think. That's all that's going to be happening there. Solskjaer's going to come in. Uh, for the six months. What you don't want to happen is if Solskjaer has a good run of it, say he even gets top four some miraculous like, way, just don't buy into this. Well, this is the thing, and I think if we were to get Solskjaer, I, to be honest with you, I think his current club would have that as a clause because their season doesn't start till like June, does it, next year? Yeah. So he actually has time to basically do this in the break. Yeah. And I would be amazed if, um, you know, they, the, I think it's mould that he's... It is mould, yes. Now, and like, if they don't say, basically... You can't have him afterwards. Like he's coming back to us, and if that isn't the case, then you give us like twenty million quid or something stupid or that. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, where a clause. They're I think they're yeah. still going to want some money anyway because if you think about it, oh, it's still ruining their pre-season. Absolutely. Oh, oh, of course Absolutely, they'll want yeah. something for sure. So they're going to gain. But, but they get. They, but the thing is, they do get the the benefit for mould is that Solskjaer gets to manage on a very big platform. If he proves himself to be good managing players, you know, get looking like some good tactics players might then want to go and play for Mould. 
because they've got Matt Solskjaer as a good manager. So it kind of, you know, it gives their status and their profile as a club a little bit of a boost, I guess. Yeah, they'll certainly be associated with the mighty Manchester United. There'll certainly be financial benefits in in their favour as well to, sure. to allow him to, to go do this for six months. Um, Laurent Blanc was originally linked for the six months as well, which, don't know. Not for me, Clive, not for me. But um, So why Solskjaer then and not Blanc? Um, because Solskjaer is basically, like he... He's a legend at the club. And, you know, I think if Giggsy was available, he'd get it, to be honest with you. <laughs> Genuinely, I think he'd get that six-month gig as well. Yeah. Um, Solskjaer, he's been a manager for a while. He he managed the Man United Reserve team in, like, 2008. Like, he's... Managed in the Premier League before as well. Managed, managed in the Premier League of Cardiff. Um, struggled. Struggled. But that was Cardiff. Cardiff. Let's, let's not jump all over that. But, yeah. Um, um, and I, th- I think it's just... it's. Um, it's one of those things where, because Phelan apparently is going to be number two, yeah, which is um, probably the right move. A guy that's worked under Ferguson and knows and, and, the ropes all, over there, doesn't he? All that anyone has said for the last, you know, few months when people have been really hammering down Mourinho's door is that we, you know, Mourinho never got Man United. You know, one of the reasons. No, he didn't. I just watched BBC News, and one of the reasons on there was the playing style was one of the things they give. If anyone knows Man United, it's Solskjaer, To be honest with you, yeah. Um, if anything, it will just cut. You'll come in and be a bit of a boost to the club. Player people love Solskjaer around the club anyway. You know, I can't see that. I, you can give it to anyone, right? You can give it to anyone in the six months. It doesn't really fucking matter. The season's a write-off. Yeah. You might as well have Solskjaer in the dugout. You know, have some nice memories for the fans. Maybe get a bit of a positive atmosphere. Just remind the players, remind the coaches. You know, by the way, you know, we are. We, you can have fun at, at work. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I think that that was the main factor here. That the, the fun and the life have been sucked out of this team completely. Um, it's amazing. This was Jose Mourinho's dream job. It was his dream job. You know, this was the one, and he turned up, and he never looked like he was happy there. He's been living in a hotel for three years. Like, what the hell? I don't. I don't get that. I never understood that. Something's point. not right with the man. Jose Mourinho and I think that's affected him as a professional as well uh, jo- Jose Mourinho should should take a long time away from the game he'll probably have to anyway um, I don't think any big offers are going to come in for him um, I don't think there'll be any big jobs for him I don't Portugal, think Portugal mate that's the next one uh, that's the only one isn't it um, and, and they seem to be doing fine um, I don't know who their manager is at the moment but he, they're obviously at, at the finals um, for the international super friends tournament um, <laughs> next year uh, but the, the thing with, the thing with him, he's, he's obviously just lost himself. I feel he's he's not the same person that he was at, at Chelsea first time around, or the same person that he was at Inter Milan. Um, he lost his smile at Real Madrid. He lost his smile, and he's never regained it. And it's um, it's sad. He does start to look like a dinosaur now. We've already touched on that tactically. The game's left him behind. It's no longer a game where pessimism can can win you trophies. It's it's a game which. Um, favours the brave and favours the bold you look at the two top teams in this country in Liverpool and Manchester City they're, they're both very attacking teams I know Liverpool changed their swashbuckling style a little bit to be a bit more solid this year but it still stands the same uh, the, the, there's a complete different tactical um, element to their games to what Jose Mourinho likes to bring which is basically sitting, taking pressure, hitting on counter-attack, that's fine if you're a lower level team now, you know that's going to be yeah, fine. And that, and, that, and that philosophy never suited Man United. No, it didn't. Right? I mean, Lee, growing up, you thought, you know, what did you think of Man United? What was, what was Man United's style all about? And what and conversely, what has it been like for the last couple of seasons? Well, was, you were known for the attacking flair. Obviously, you had players, especially in the attacking areas, that Wingers. would excite you. Wingers. 
wingers exactly Giggs, Giggs. straight away you think it's mine Beckham all of them like later on Ronaldo at the moment that when you go to Old Trafford you know there's or even just watch Man United in general there's just there's just no style to their play it's just boring slow it's, it's so slow isn't it's it? dull isn't it um, so so yeah just get, get someone in that's going to bring back some joy brings back some confidence to the players especially someone like Pogba who is probably the ultimate winner from all of this, isn't he? Absolutely. He's the, uh, he's the 80 plus million pound signing that was dumped on the bench against your biggest rivals. Humiliated almost, you know. Obviously, that's, that's beef between him and Mourinho. That obviously never, that, what, what, something had to give and it's obviously Mourinho that's, that's gone. I'm hoping that this is an opportunity. Like The one thing for me is whoever comes in, whoever comes in, if whether it's, Pochettino, whether it's Zidane or whether it's fucking, fucking Kerbishly, you know, whoever it is, has to go at that squad with a fucking, with, with a hand grenade. Just get, just get rid of these players. They have players. to be ruthless. They have to be ruthless and scythe that dressing room apart because I think there's a lot of bad eggs in that dressing room. Um, I think, I don't want to name names, not like they'll ever hear it. The likes of Phil Jones, I do not think is a good influence in that dressing room. Oh, really? All. Phil um, Jones? I've, I've heard... It's stories, bruv. Yeah? What stories you have? Phil stories. Jones is he's the least likely person I would have thought being poisonous in that dressing room. That's amazing. Is he the to rat? Me. Is he the Apparently there there are there are you know, he potentially could be a rat. He has leaked things apparently here and there. Wow. Before. Um obviously Rooney was a huge culprit in doing that as well, using the press to get his own yeah, way yeah. with the manager and stuff. Apparently Phil Jones does it as well. I'd get rid of him. I you're looking at so many of these players, the likes of Young, the likes of Valencia, the likes of Matic, the likes of f- fucking... You know, keep Fellaini, mate. I love the guy. Yeah, no, no. Get no. rid of Fellaini, of course. He's a of symbol Fellaini. of everything terrible that has yeah, happened exactly. since Fergie. It, sadly, I feel bad for Fellaini because I do think he tries to put in a shift. And ultimately, that's I do. Why, I think he he's does, the biggest he loser get... out of all of this because Mourinho certainly loved big Fellaini didn't he it was very apparent he was his his go-to guy so he's the only real loser out of everything that I can see here other than Jose but to me he's a symbol of everything that's wrong with that football club and that's why just for that alone I'd be like done get him out yeah, I mean, you get there's so many players to get rid of there are you've got the likes of Rojo and Smalling just signed a new deal mate he's the fucking winner get him out still I'd get him out of course you would if you say if you say you know there'll be teams like a Fulham that would take a, that would take a Smalling absolutely you know, go back years. to Fulham that's where he was go back it? to Fulham exactly um, there needs to be Matic I, I, yeah Matic mate I drive him anywhere myself can't even drive yeah <laughs> drive him away um, <laughs> what's gone wrong with Matic just quickly we saw he, it we saw it at Chelsea first season he was like, at Chelsea he, everything you said when he signed is true yeah. he's slow takes too long to do anything he doesn't. If someone's gone past him or he's made an error, you'll never see him run and atone for his mistake. So you don't think he's workable with the next manager? You just think he's part of the cold? Oh, I think he's absolutely trash, mate. I think yeah, he doesn't okay. fit a Manchester United system. No. You'd have Probably to have... You can't get rid of too many players. Oh, you can when you're Manchester United, mate. They yeah, could, they could go can. spend 400 million next summer. Because it, because that's the thing. Any like Pep got had that summer where yeah. he just got rid of all the likes of like Navas and all that shit. Just a load of shit. See you later. And... I would say there's as do... much shit at Man City as there was at Man United. What's that? I would say there's more shit at there's more shit at Man United than there, I, there was. I don't at know. Chelsea. I think um, it's an equal Man amount. You, you should remember the fullbacks. Were, uh, this was obviously the second summer, but the, the fullbacks he wanted out, like say with Nasri, there was a lot. There was a lot of players that had been. Uh, that squad was huge. It was bloated, but it's full of 
players that were not technically good enough to play a Guardiola system. I think it's basically what United have got. I think they've got a similar problem. I think you've got a lot of non-technical footballers because Mourinho doesn't necessarily rate that so high. So when Pep comes in, the one thing that he looks for are players, obviously technically gifted, people that can move with the football, dribble, uh, where Jose Mourinho has a completely different perspective on football, isn't it? He wants players that are physical, uh, high effort levels, um, unwavering fucking and usually quite know, mentally strong as well yeah but um, thing, I mean, something Neville said touched upon after the game was that he was saying that Man United don't have a single midfielder who's capable of passing the ball over the matter bollocks. Well, it's Matic. complete bollocks because obviously Pogba can pass the ball yeah. Matic can pass the ball obviously Herrera can pass they can all pass the ball the problem is we don't have a single centre midfielder that has the confidence to try and pass the ball nor are they in the system that nor are they in the system because play that way I I, I, I I know where any, any any footballer is capable of passing. A yeah, ball. I if do you're agree. Premier League football, you can you can pop a twenty yard ball over the defence. But that's the not what he's Herrera saying about passing the ball, though, is he? I think what he's obviously looking towards is obviously the the neat players that knock the ball around like silvers at, at Manchester yeah, City. Of course, of course, and you don't have a player like that. Matter's the closest you have to it. Matter is the closest. Uh, but obviously, I think we we're all very much aware. Matter probably isn't fast enough to play for Manchester United. I don't think he's got the quickness to play there. I, I love Juan Matter, but his pace has always been the one thing that stopped him from being at a level probably good enough to play for that football club. And I think that's what Neville means. You, you're, you're completely correct. You've got players like Paul Pogba who can ping a ball. He is a delight when you give him time space to play football, pick diagonals. Very similar to Kevin De Bruyne in that sense. Uh, but you haven't got players that can play with him to kind of keep the ball neat in the midfield. Mat- Matic is just too slow. He's too ponderous with the passing. Um, Herrera is just a mad dog chasing cars. You know, like, it is the case that you, the midfield needs a proper look. I, I'm hopeful that Solskjaer's going to give us a proper look at Fred. That's the one thing I'm really ho- hopeful for, for. I mean, we're going to get Pogba back. We know that. That's definitely going to happen. But we might actually get to see what Fred is. I don't know what he is. Because Fred, Fred, Fred could turn out to be like a better son than Torreira, for all we know. You know but what no I mean? Like, we, we, we'll, do, right? we're, we're talking so glowingly about that signing. And don't get me wrong, unbelievable player. But like, who's to say that Fred doesn't come in and have a similar impact when he's actually given a chance? Uh, for, for me, all I want to see, we, we, let's say it is Solskjaer. The only thing I want to see over the next six months is some fun. I want to see the players actually look like they're enjoying themselves when they're playing football. Not like all the social media bollocks, because that's whatever. But actually on the pitch, expressing themselves, you know, Trying to actually play football and uh, some some good football, feeling confident when they step on the pitch. All I want to see is I want to see that. If the if the results if, aren't great, I don't really care. As long as as long as I can half enjoy watching Man United play and think to myself, we might score today. You know, we might score a couple. You know, we're in this. You know, something like that, and give some more young players a chance. Absolutely, got enough shit like Sanchez just gobbling up fucking half a million a week or whatever it is. Let fucking Pereira play. Let Chong play. Like Let Sanchez. fucking Greenwood play. Or whatever. Wouldn't someone like Sanchez be also an opportunity for him as well? Oh, of course. I mean, you know, maybe yeah. to play the system that would suit for sure, him. Maybe for sure. And you know, I'm hoping. No doubt, he's a good player. He just needs in the middle to be in a system striker. that's better. Yeah, I, dude, I can I completely agree with you. And I would play for, for what it's worth. Woods, I would play Sanchez as a striker. I would. I think that I would think be that better for everyone involved. Absolutely. Um, I would get Lukaku to lose a couple of stone. I think yeah. he's bulked up too much and he's lost his yard of pace. They did have, and his touch has become worse because he's so big now. Um, whoever is responsible for that diet plan should also be... I'm assuming he's sacked anyway because you've just said the whole back staff's gone. That's a disgrace, what they've done to him. They've ruined his career, man. It's unbelievable because he doesn't look the same player. This this is a player that, at Everton. I know he's a bit patchy, but 
He used to look absolutely lethal at times. He doesn't even look close. He looks like a big fat man in a kit. Like it, I was watching the game on Sunday. I couldn't believe how big he is because he was standing next to Van Dyke at times and he made Van Dyke look small, like really small. Like, but but the key is he doesn't win any headers no. and he doesn't hold off any challenges. No, because he's too big. He's too big. He can't move. Like I look at him, is, he's carrying too much thing. weight. Well, Lukaku's strength has always been running in behind. Yeah. He's never been a target man. It's literally never been his game. And it's just like, so why... What we said why before, though, haven't we? He's been criticised so much for it. I reckon maybe that's maybe. the reason why he decided to bowl. Maybe up. so. Maybe. maybe it so. could be the case. Um, or what I'd also be keen on, um, I mean, going back to what I'd, I'd like United to do uh, for the next six months when Solskjaer comes in, I'd like him to commit to Bailly and Lindelof at centre-half together. Um, I think that they, they're, your, well. they're, they're your two best centre-halves. I don't think they've ever been given a proper run in it uh, together. I think that Lindelof has the ability to be a much better player than what we've seen so far. We already know what Eric Bailly can do when his head's in the game. I think that his head is not being right because Mourinho dug him out at the end of last season. I don't think he's fully recovered from that. Uh, Lindelof could be... you know, He's a John Stones-level player in the sense that he can bring the ball out, he can distribute. Uh, I, I want Shaw and I want Delot at full-back. And I want for, no. Forever. I don't. I do not just, want just, any of the other shit there because you, nope. you get those proper fullbacks playing in the midfield. Um, like I said, I want Fred in. I'd, I'd want Pogba back playing with some confidence. Maybe to keep Matic in there so he can keep it neat in front of the back. Uh, the back four because obviously Lindelof is going to be, you know, maybe a bit of a liability. I'll say because obviously he likes to distribute the ball a bit. Um, up front, like I said, Marshall has to start. He's the first name on the team sheet, really up there. Uh, the rest of it is is tricky. Um, do, do, I, I'm not a big fan of Rashford. I'm really no. not. But you're you're bereft of options at that right wing position. Mate, we've never had a right winger. We we haven't no. had a right winger since Ronaldo. And even then, halfway free went to go and play up front. The um, the uh, mate, just play fucking play Chong, mate. Just play him. Just play Tave Chong. Play with Stick pace. With the first team. He's he's fast. Play he's with got pace. Hair. What more do you want? Absolutely. Yeah, and he's young. I mean, fuck like, it. Just. He's a right winger. Like, what, what, what's the worst that can happen here at this club? Nothing. This is exactly it. Like, I don't. It, it feels lovely to know that because we're not going to get top four. We're not going to do anything good. We're not going to get anywhere in the Champions League. PSG are going to knock us out anyway. So let's just have six months of, 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 of enjoying it however we can. Okay. So let's. I mean, let's let's move on a bit from. I know you're, from sh- the wait, media. you're shaking your head, Lee. Why are you shaking your head? <laughs> I just think it's all doom and gloom still. But then I'm going to be like that, aren't I? I see. I I said, I said this, on this pod, collapsing, mate. I said this on the pod that a couple of weeks back, Manchester United are the level of club where they're able to make these mistakes and still get back from it because of the finances at their disposal. And I still stand by that. It's it's crucial now, though. You've got the wrong manager three times in a row now. It's really, really important. Aren't they bringing their director of football in as well? I, I hope so. New... I was about to that, get that's... to that because I was going to say what they need to do first is get a director of football. Now they've missed the boat on. Um, is it uh, the the ex Juve guy because um, he's just taken the Inter job um, and I think that's a bit of a blow for them really. Um, so that's Giuseppe Marotta who worked at Juventus turned them back into being the giant team that they are in Italian football. He left in the summer I believe. He's just taken the Inter job so literally uh, five days ago. Uh, so that's a bit of a blow. Uh, but there are a couple of options out there. There's uh, Marcel Brands at PSV who's highly regarded. He's turned them into. Uh, obviously, a very competitive team in in, in uh, the Eredivisie, and then there's the obvious option at Roma, uh, the ex uh, Sevilla man Mochi, um, who's obviously probably the highest regarded director of football in in, in European. Football. I, I think just having any man in that position, absolutely anyone other than Woodward, is fine. But I'm just saying, 
the, the first step, and I've said this since since we started this pod, they get the right man there because Woodward is he's an incredible businessman when it comes to making the most profit out of this club. That's fine. Move him to a new role because he's going to continue to make all that bank, and that's what makes Manchester United capable of buying their way out of this hole. Uh, the director of football is crucial, but I mean more so than the names. I'm, I'm giving you three of the the biggest names in uh, in Europe with regards to that director of football role. I would find out from Pochettino's agent directly who he wants in that position. That's what they did at Manchester City. They found out who Pep wanted to work with. That's how they ended up with Pep Guardiola. You want to find out how you get Pochettino at that club, you find the person that he can work with directly, which ensures that he gets the players he wants. This is it. This is this is the moment to go get him because Tottenham are never going to fully back him. He's got a choice to make in the summer, Pochettino. He can either commit to staying at uh, the club who uh, are more than satisfied with fourth place, don't really worry about trophies and have a lovely new stadium, or he can go to a club where the ambition is to be the best team in Europe. And to me, Pochettino comes across as a person that wants to be the best club in Europe. You know, that, that to me is the ambition of the man. And I think Tottenham are in a real risk of losing him this summer. Uh, 34 million. I mean, United have wasted more. It's, it's spent, a bargain, 34 million. Yeah, spent more than that on Fred. We don't even know what Fred uh, uh, is. We me, know what Pochettino is, don't we? Me personally, I think Pochettino is the man. I don't, I don't think it's Zidane. No. The only good thing I think with Zidane is that he's possibly going to get the best out of Pogba. Pogba was his idol. You know, loved him, looked up to him. If you want to, if you're going to utilize and get the most out of that guy and make a team around him, which is probably what he should have done in the first place, or what Mourinho did instead of like shunting him aside, essentially. So I, I, I would go down the route of Pochettino. So, completely agree Lee I think Pochettino is the one um, yep, he also likes to bring in the youth players as well yep. which is something United yep. you know you talk about traditions he was the right man two and a half years ago the problem was is that they couldn't get him at that moment and United uh, for, for whatever I think it's obviously Woodward who likes a name um, wanted to just go get the biggest name available and that was Jose Mourinho who was coming off an absolute bloody disaster at Chelsea, and I don't know what he was expecting to get from him when he turned up, uh, but now is the time because I, I genuinely believe there's an opportunity to get him out of that club, Pochettino. I think his head will be turned, uh, providing you have the right people in place for him, um, and promise him that you will be supporting him with the players that he wants to buy. Who supports Woodward in making this decision? Is it just him on his own? It'll be Glazers and well. the Glazers and the entire board. So it's still. No one with Look, football. Sir Alex is there. Uh, is it who's the geezer that's always with him, Mikey? At the, at Gil. the Gil, thank you, Gil. So Gil's going to be having his input, and obviously Bobby Charlton's still kicking about as well. So I, I think that this will have some input. I'd, from I, there. I don't think that Woodward is going to make another decision like this so lightly. No. If he, if you know, if, if he's at all, any kind of businessman. If he's if he's got any common sense whatsoever. This needs to be something looked at at all angles. He needs to look at the other clubs around him Precisely. and see what they're doing and almost mimic Can't, it. Yeah, and, but this, this is the entire... Don't go for someone right. that's old. This is, this is literally how you win. This is how you win at business at half the time, right? You look to see what everyone's doing in a particular market and you do what they're doing, but then do it better. Exactly. And that's exactly what... And by bringing in Pochettino, you're giving, you're giving the resources, which is something Tottenham don't do. That's where you expect to see the better. Precisely, precisely. Um, we've spoken half now on Mourinho and and Man United. I am just want to say one last burnet. I'm delighted. Yeah, <laughs> delighted. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Woods. What does hope do? 
Yeah, it's the hope that will kill you. Uh, exactly. Yeah, mate. I but to be what, fair, mate, look, I was already I was already dead. So it's fine. <laughs> I, I I do I do think that the next manager is crucial, Lee, because it does go either it will go your way and they make the, the the error and they appoint the wrong guy, or it goes how Mikey hopes it will be and they do get Pochettino and and they do build to be. I think anyone other than Pochettino is probably not a good move. I, I and I completely agree. I do completely agree because I can't. I can't see there's anyone else because I think all the other managers are somewhat committed, big time. There's a, there's another name that will be probably on the market in the summer. I think um, should Juve finally achieve that dream of winning the European Cup, and that'll be Allegri. I think Zidane's kind of circling that job in Turin as his, so Allegri might be available. But even then, I, I wouldn't. Pochettino. What about uh, Diego Simeone? Because he's been at oh, Athletic no, for quite want him, a while. It, it, you don't want him. He, he gets is almost Mourinho like a Mourinho too. himself. I, I'd love it because... That's what I mean. That's what I think it's more hope from my part. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He's he's definitely a better manager at this point than Jose Mourinho as well. It's, it's not fair to kind of say he's just Mourinho Mark II. I think there's more to Simeone than what Mourinho has at this moment. But still, it will be the same problem as that. It will be negative, dead football at Old Trafford and the fans. I think I genuinely think if they bring a defensive coach in now, that'll be it. Why Conte can't be considered? Yeah, absolutely. He, he absolutely cannot be considered for this job because it's. If oh, can you imagine if we get another defensive minded coach in? I'd fucking cry. I'd literally, I'd cry fans, my eyes out. It'd be horrible. For the first time in like forever, their fans are not going. You know, there's tickets available to go to Old Trafford under Jose Mourinho. That probably changed now. Jose's gone. That's what well, the, the 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 value of Man United since the announcement of him being sacked. Uh, the valuation has gone up by a hundred million. That was I saw it's like five percent boost on share price, which tells you how bloody much that club is worth. If it's basically five percent equals a hundred million, so. Yeah, glaze is going to glaze, baby. Right, let's talk about the Champions League. The draw. Because there's a big-ass draw. Interesting games. Interesting oh, what a draw. Games. Wasn't it? For me, I really, really look, I'm looking forward to Dortmund Spurs. That'll be a great Dortmund game. Dortmund Spurs, I think it's going to be a cracker. For me, I think that's going to be a cracker. Yeah. I, I, I know where you're coming names. from. Because you're, you're kind of that way inclined. You're kind of a more of a Modric guy. They're less obvious kind of guy. I, I'm more <laughs> of a messy guy. So I'm looking at Bayern Munich, Liverpool, and I'm like, yes, please. That is going to be an absolute banger. I think, sadly, the, the first legs are Anfield on that one. But sorry, I'm completely inter- interrupting you. I, I, I think I, no, I, I think Liverpool will do them. I, I agree. Myself. So that's why I'm not... With Dortmund Spurs, I, I'm generally not sure. It's, I think it could go either way. The reason it'll go either way is because Tottenham haven't yet really proven themselves in Europe. They had a really good opportunity last year against Juventus where they had the game won. And then they had a real bad five-minute spell where they just they just switched off. Their brains went... Um, and it cost them the tie. Um, the thing I is, I reckon they'll fancy it though against against Dortmund because oh, Dortmund, you know, they're not they're not yeah. Bayern Munich, you know, Apart they're not the name, they're not Juventus. Top, aren't they? And they're, they're obviously they are they are uh, doing well. I'm trying to get the rest of the draw up. Um, of course, well, City got City got a nice stroll through. Walk over, the haven't they? Yeah, Schalke, Schalke. God damn it! The Champions League actual website doesn't have the draw. It has the group still up. You, you guys keep talking. I'll do. I'll get the draw if you want. Okay, I think I've got it. Right, I've got, got it. it. Okay, Schalke, Man City. So we'll talk about that quickly. Man City are going to absolutely annihilate that lot. Schalke, I think, are struggling in the Bundesliga this year. Manchester City are the best team in the Premier League still, regardless of Liverpool. It being was either top. them or Porto you wanted, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Second game on the list: Atletico versus Juventus. 
That's going to be a good game. Ronaldo yeah, going I back to, to his old rivals. Very tactical. Uh, it won't be as flowing as, as the Spurs, Dortmund or Liverpool Bayern games, but that's going to be a real fierce, contested game. Those two, mm. like, the defenders on show there. Oh, Juventus and Atletico's defenders. On, I, yeah, I mean, well, we were talking earlier, weren't we, about Chiellini and Godin. Yeah. Bit the old, old timers, but, you know, still got it. Still really good at their, what they do. That's going to be an excellent football match. Um, who do you fancy out of that? Go Juve. Champions League knockout football. Give me the team that has Cristiano Ronaldo in it. Yep. Manchester United. <laughs> but, know, I've got on my wait a second, I've got on my on my notes here. Uh, PSG have got a buy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't wait for this. I, I, this is why I'm so upset about Jose going now is because I would have loved to have seen Jose's tactics against this PSG team. <laughs> Like when he lines up with literally every defender he has in the club, like at home. In the six-yard box. And it's like... McTominay is sweeper. <laughs> As it is, who knows? I mean, what, what, what do you make of Manchester United? Um, this Paris team, they look like they got it a bit together when I watched them against uh, Liverpool in the second game at, in, in Paris. Um, Verratti in that midfield ran the show that day against Liverpool. And their front three is... Terrifying, absolutely no terrifying. Right the good news them. is that Ashley Young's probably not going to be playing against Neymar, you know, Thank or Mbappe. Fuck. So uh, there is that. Uh, uh, speaking of PSG, Rabiot has been confirmed that he's a free agent in the summer. Going to Barcelona, apparently already confirmed. Because they need another midfielder, right? That's why are they. Why is he going there? Which would well, suggest that got... I think how old's Biscuits? Biscuits is getting. Sorry. He's getting one. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. getting a little bit long in the tooth over there. And I think that Arturo Vidal hasn't really been what they wanted. It was a weird signing. He doesn't really fit with the mm. club's philosophy, does he, Arturo Vidal? Uh, hey, Rabiot and Arthur, mate. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. Completely Arthur. agree. That's the key. He's struggling, though, any out there? I love little Arthur, mate. He's a great looker. I think he's been doing okay. He started the season well. Um, I haven't really seen too much of, of Barcelona, apart from the fact that Lionel Messi... Bagged three and got two assists at the weekend. What did, what did Modric do this weekend? Did it? Does anyone have Modric's Modric's <laughs> stats from the weekend? No. Oh, Woods, 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 Woods. Uh, As I said earlier, mate, Modric is Modric. You know, get over it. <laughs> well, Modric means Modric. Modric means Modric. Means Modric. Yeah. Uh, Ajax Real Madrid, mate. Uh, that's, I, I quite fancy that to be quite a good game. Well, yeah. I mean, Ajax held their own in the group stage against Bayern, who are, who look to be a better team than Real Madrid at this moment. Real Madrid look fallible, but I'm not right. I think that's why it's a good game, because yeah. Real yeah. Madrid aren't on it. I mean, what I will say is that they still have a team that know how to play knockout football. Um, their issues still stand, though. They Minus haven't got a goal scorer. They, they are missing a goal scorer. Sergio Ramos is basically their goal scorer. Yeah. What a guy. Great guy, mate. Love Ramos. Great guy. Uh, he deserved the Ballon d'Or more than Modric. I mean, ultimately, him crocking Salah still in the going. final ensured the Champions League, didn't it? This so. is going to be the equivalent of, like, Jagielka in his red card. <laughs> Roma Porto. Uh... You know, Porto apparently... No one's got anything to say, <laughs> should, should be Roma. But Roma has struggled this year. They have. Apparently, Porto are quite good in the group stage. I think uh, one of their players bagged a load of goals. In sight. <laughs> in sight. Uh, Love it. What I'll say about that tie is whoever comes out of it will be the team that the other teams want to draw in the next round. Yes, mm-hmm. 100%. Exactly. 
Unless, of course, Man United, by some miracle, go past PSG. Mate, if they and get they past are... PSG... You've already had one miracle, mate. Mate, they're going on to cocky. win it. This is... Look, <laughs> I don't know if you're... Oh, take you're yourself back to 2012. <laughs> <laughs> take yourself back to 2012, where it was all doom and gloom. It was a wreck. And then we got rid of the manager. Admittedly, it was after the first leg of the last 16. But we, we United have done it earlier this time. And then all those players that were on the bench, the benched players that were basically unloved, the Terrys, the Lampards and the Drogbas and the Coles all came back in to carry them. You've got Pogba, mate. Pogba, unloved. Martial, unloved. You know? He's a Chelsea legend as well. And if you get Solskjaer back, you're not United. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's Play, played in the same era, basically. Man United so are going to win it, me? mate. Going to win you're it. You're telling me we're definitely going to win it. Definitely going to win it. Then the promise is you're going to appoint Solskjaer on a permanent deal. <laughs> yeah and then what happens is that you end up getting rid of him in November and you go through this cycle again but like still European Cup see. mate European Cup can't, can't argue eh? would you would you take it yeah <laughs> would you take it of course you would a European Cup but then like another four or five years of just going through the managers terrible football hey man you want you want a league fairly soon after don't you uh, yeah I think what happened was we got Joe Say back. Yeah. So you can get like, you know, David Moyes back. David yeah, Moyes <laughs> could come back, mate. It could be Moyes Boys Mark too. Excellent. Uh, well, now we've got Lukaku, mate. We we love putting crosses for Moyes, didn't we? Mate, you've got Fellaini there as well. Ah. Oh, Fellaini, and, Fellaini and Luke, Lukaku in the box. We haven't got anyone that can cross the ball, though. That's, that's that, is, that is the problem. Um, Any more games to cover? Yeah, Leon Barcelona. That's going to be a fun little game because uh, Leon have got some nice attacking players. But when you've got the goat in your team, I, I, I'll take the goat. They're, although, saying that, hasn't been prolific in knockout football in the Champions League in the last couple of years. So I think that um, I think this Barcelona team is going to be very, very, very motivated to make some noise in this year's competition. Especially when you kind of look at the competition itself. I, I'd still have Man City's favourites. I don't know if you agree with that. Man City, yeah, nah, because they they they've still looked shaky even in the group stages against the likes of is as, as you just said like Leon, Leon yeah, a, a half decent team. I think once they come up against you know the Barcelonas, even the PSGs, yeah, okay. You don't think Pep's well, you got could ready put, You could almost put PSG and Man City in the same category. I think you, you can. Know? I think you can. I think that's lots fair. of money haven't ever really proved themselves in the latter stages of the biggest competition. So are you saying that Pep Guardiola is a fraud? <laughs> not yet <laughs> it would be lovely to see Man City playing against that Barcelona team that would be, that'd be a fun tie that would be joyous mm. joyous it would be I want to see a, a, a world tour for, for, for Man City where they have to face Bayern Munich uh, and to go, you know, obviously go, go to the Allianz Arena there, and then, then obviously go to go to Barcelona and have to play all of his old teams that would be fun that would be fun that would be fun and then PSG in the final I'd love it yeah, let's let's. Ha- although that I was about to say, although that means that Liverpool get knocked out. Absolutely, let's do this. Let's get Liverpool. <laughs> oh, oh no, Liverpool get knocked out. Well, what a shame that could be. Um, let's talk. Let's talk. We're going to another segment now. We've talked about the Champions League long enough. Um, I asked the boys about what two or three days ago to to give me. There's been a bit of a debate on this show, as you may have noticed over the last couple of weeks. Around well, he's the, even brought up today, hasn't he? Well, around a certain Luka Modric. Now. Um, we have one side of the coin saying that he's a great player, best player in the world. 
Who, me? Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying he's the best uh, player Hang on a minute. It, look, look at him. He's already backing down. I can't. We're not <laughs> I'm having not this. down. I've already said Messi is the best player in the world. But just get over it, literally. It's just one... Well, two, two get over it. You lost. Mate. We had a vote. You lost. Get over it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We've had the vote. You've become what you hate. You've lost. <laughs> get over it. Modric means Modric. <laughs> uh, so my my, my point is, and I still stand by it, is that I, the why I'm so frustrated about this is because we obviously had the FIFA Awards earlier in, in the year and, and Luca won that. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, this is so... Prestigious st- football awards. This is so stupid because you're, you're basing this purely on a team's performance, which was that Croatia got to a World Cup having beaten England in a semi-final in extra time. Uh, Russia on penalties and Denmark on penalties and Modric not really doing much in the knockout stage and obviously winning the European Cup um, and I thought oh fuck it so it's F- quite a lot then FIFA's going to be f- are we really? are we really? <laughs> F- FIFA is going to vote for FIFA stuff isn't it? oh the World Cup's the pinnacle the pinnacle oh, so Modric doing quite well at the World Cup absolutely he's our best player but then I thought well the Ballon d'Or now is an opportunity to be the the, the actual Award, you know, to right we, to the wrong because we, we did wonder what's the right award, who, who really is the world player of the year. So we get to the Ballon d'Or, and I'm thinking, well, surely it's going to be Messi, um, or Ronaldo. Now, I did think that sadly for Messi, he broke his arm when he was on an absolute tear at the start of this season, and he's, he's back on his tear since coming back from his broken arm. But I think that that month out probably cost him, although I don't think it cost him the award because they still gave it to fucking Modric. You've got Ronaldo, who legitimately won them the World, uh, World Cup, the European Cup. He's gone to Syria and broken records in terms of fastest to X amount of numbers. Um, and also banged a hat-trick and probably had the match of the tournament at the World Cup. But no, Modric is definitely the better player. This is the, I just can't get my head around it. I really can't. Well, in that vein... <laughs> would so you, yeah, yeah, that's I my wanna, frustration. I want to know, know, is he in the team? Is Modric in your world team? Could you please? Of course he's not. What we'll do is we will out of spite. Are we going through player by f- player? We're four three three, right? I figured that we. Yeah, we've all gone four three three. I assume. No. Oh, what the? What have you gone with? I got four four. No, four two four or four two three one. We'll figure out. Okay, we'll, we'll figure out. out. Who's your goalkeeper, boys? Who's your goalkeeper? Who set four three three? Doesn't no. We, we didn't. Just, we didn't. We just assumed. Just we just assumed. Yeah. Uh, go, go go ahead. Who's your goalkeeper? Who me? Yep. I've got Courtois. Now, I know you're bantering me now, mate. So. <laughs> that is banter. I've gone for Savy Davy, De Gea. I've got De Gea, but I was very close, and I'll explain why, to having Edison, because he's the best goalkeeper at turning defence into attack that I've seen in the league. There was a moment earlier this season, I think it was, I know it was against Huddersfield, where he legitimately spotted the run from Aguero, uh, mm. picked him out and, and it literally got the assist to the goal uh, but De Gea is the best shot stopper in world football and there isn't really anyone close so yeah De Gea yeah, I struggled with similar reasons but I had Al- Alisson so I've got him more yeah games. I can appreciate Alisson as well Mikey I said the same thing to you earlier I said I, I, I'm going De Gea because obviously it's De Gea but Edison and Alisson are very very close seconds yeah, absolutely um, who's your right back this is tough Right back is a real tough position mm. in world football. It's not really. This is how Danny Alves ends up being in the FIFA Pro Awards, despite like playing no football last year. Um, I've gone Josh Kimmich from Bayern Munich. Yeah, fair enough. Heir apparent to Philippe Lahm, um, in, in almost a clone. I wouldn't be surprised if he actually is 
He's off the production line in Munich into the Saturday Literally, 11. Literally, literally who I went for. See, I went slightly different. Seamus, isn't um, it? It's not Seamus, no. Um, he's not been in the greatest form this season, but in terms of his previous two, three seasons, I think he's been probably one of the best defenders in the Premier League, so I've gone Asper Quetta. I brought him up before. Lovely. I love the guy. I completely understand. I know as a, maybe as an attacking force and the right, he's maybe not as strong as you know the modern fullback should be, but or is, but defensively, he's sound. I completely agree. He has been he's been excellent defensively. He's he's starting to adapt into that right full back position. It's taken him a bit of time because he's obviously had to adapt from playing right centre half to to right full back and having to have that more touchline crosses because he obviously got quite a few assists in a back three because uh, of having the license to play further up in that position. Um, but he certainly looks more comfortable as the weeks have gone on. Just before we move on. Is this team based on this year's form or not? Because I kind of was like, fuck form. Oh, yeah, I kind of went, fuck form. Yeah, good, then we're, we're good, we're good. We can move on. Okay, let's talk about left-backs. I'll go first. Go on. I've got party boy, Marcelo. <laughs> You're such I a FIFA guy, player, mate. mate. You're such a FIFA player. <laughs> I've, I've gone with Mendy because he is the best left-back in the world. He is a baller. It's a shame. It's a shame because um, obviously we don't really get to see too much of him despite him playing in the Premier League because his, his, his knees seem to just be a mess. Oh, I hope he that's comes what, back. That's why I didn't go for him because I haven't seen enough of him. You only, I've only seen him a few, essentially, what, not even half The a games, dozen games that he did play, he just tore it up, though. He was super. Um, I know that... I do wonder how well that relationship's going to last with Pep Guardiola. I think there's a personality clash between those two, similar to what we saw with Pogba and um, and Mourinho. I think it's been fine because he hasn't been playing. I think that's why it hasn't blown up to anything more. But by all accounts, he did get suspended for a week from the club by Guardiola early this season for, I think, arriving late to a physiotherapy session. So there's something bubbling there. Well, dude, if you watch the, the Amazon series, you know, following Man City and Guardiola, Mendy is an absolute... Not job, mate. He's a character. He's, he's a crazy yeah. man. I'd love him at my club. I would absolutely adore him at my club. Yeah, you got David Louise, mate. You got enough clowns. It's fine. <laughs> um, left back, I went for Alexandro. Okay. Um, purely on the basis that I really like it when he plays. I, I, I only obviously Juventus in the Champions League. Yeah. But um, he always impresses. I always like his engine. Gets up and down very well. I think he's pretty good. And I, I was going to go with Marcelo, to be honest with you, because you know I love party boy. I coined the phrase party boy, if I'm correct. Yeah, copyrighted exactly. by, by yourself. And, um, he, um, I think he's getting a bit old now, like 40, 31, 32. He's still got to be. Um, I haven't been impressed with him. The last, probably the last half a season I've watched him, maybe a season. I don't think he was that great last year either. He vacates. Um, well, him, him and Modric carried Real Madrid through last year. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Some, I love you. Give me some centre-halves. <laughs> Um, I reckon we've all got this guy I'll be surprised if he's not in there Virgil. For, for Woods I reckon he's with you Mike I've Virgil got... Virgil yeah absolutely mate what a yeah. monster 100%. he can play centre half on yeah. his own um, he's been quality since he's come into that Liverpool team I think they've barely conceded a goal at Anfield he has a calming influence and presence he about really him. does he's, he's a super 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 player um, you know what um, Chelsea kind of linked with him at the time I thought oh, what 70 million for him no I don't I don't believe that we kind of had obviously because um, we said contact David Luiz <laughs> David Luiz yeah uh, but we kind of had um, Rudiger uh, Luiz Christensen Zuma. we had Zuma we had all, all these players but 
not one of them Cahill. is even close, even close to the quality that he is, and that's very frustrating to watch him be an absolute wonder at Liverpool. Fuck. So the the other centre half, there are a host of options. There right? are you've got the likes. You've got the Italian duo of Benucci and Cellini. Yes, you've got you know Thiago Silva, you know John Stones. You've got all these players. Godin. Godin. I went for Varane. Uh, you know what? You won't hear me argue against it. Um, I didn't go with Varane, but I, I can understand why. Uh, athletically, he's a good reader of the game. He's a good uh, footballer as well. Uh, similar, Very similar in a way to Van, uh, Van Dijk. Probably not as good in the air as Van Dijk. Maybe not as much of a calming influence as Van Dijk, but certainly a footballer of a defender. I've gone with Sergio Ramos. Yes. <laughs> now, yes! I don't necessarily think he's the best defender in the world, but I like I winners. And Sergio Ramos, if nothing else, is a winner. I love Sergio Ramos. Sergio Ramos is one of the greatest loves of my life. Okay, I I, I would do anything for that man. So I'm very pleased yeah. at your decision here, Tom. Glorious. Who did you go for, Lee? Isn't he just like a Vermont and just scores a few goals? Uh, I see what you're doing. Yeah, he, he, he gets important he goals, gets... but he is also, like I said, look, like I said, he won the Champions Takes League. Takes a few penalties. <laughs> Doesn't he also now. fucking gets, he gets his fair share of red cards, mate. Yeah, and as we talked about, he's a liability. I've got Virgil next about, to him, mate. I've got Virgil next to him, calming influence. As we talked about many podcasts ago, now what do we like to see in football? Fun things, yeah, and comedy red cards by the likes of Ramos, mate, is exactly what we like to mate, see. Mate, Ramos for just being a complete wind-up merchant. He's been basically clowning Salah since that he broke yeah. his arm. Like, it's amazing. He's still doing it, and it gets under. To be fair, for that skin. reason, yeah, he should be in. My, my other one would. Uh, uh, I'm still deciding, really. I'm, I'm still not sure if it should be Godin or Stones because Stones and Van Dyke, you don't really need. Don't know if they complement each other. So maybe I will go Diego Godin. Probably the best pure defender in world football. Like in in terms of just being that absolute rock centre back. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. He was available for good money as well in the summer, but he obviously didn't want to leave, which is completely understandable. I think United tried to put an offer in late. Of course, we did. That's what we do. Um, so good back fours there and a, and a goalkeeper. So in midfield, how many do you have in your same midfield? So I've got I've got three. Okay, I have three as well. What? Do, how many do you have? Left? I have two. You have two. Okay, who wants to go first? <laughs> well, because we'll do all three at once. Okay, yeah. just because it's more of a yeah. So it makes more sense. I don't know if I can take another five minutes of being berated by Woodson <laughs> for, for my selection. So. No, 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 come on. Lee, I, I, I will not berate you. This is honestly your opinion. So, so, so my, my pairing is Kante in his rightful position as a defensive midfielder. Yes. With Modric next to him. Right. Playing the balls out to obviously the the, quad, the, the four players who've gone up front who are amazing. Right. The quartet. The, the quartet. quartet, exactly, yeah. Okay. I mean, ultimately, it was a successful... Uh, system at Leicester uh, with with Modric playing the drink water role. So yeah, <laughs> don't even compare him to drink water. I know, Danny's Danny Drinkwater won a Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll do my one next, and we can save Tom's for last because I'm intrigued by this one. Uh, I have a, I have a three in the midfield, and I have um, it was a hard choice, but I went for Modric. Oh, he's got Modric as well. Yeah, you did. Tony Kroos yep. and Kevin De Bruyne. Okay, so who's winning the ball back, mate? <laughs> this, this is a nice press going on, mate. It's fine. <laughs> press with Tony Kroos. 
I'm not sure about Tony Cruz. I love Tony Cruz. I, I, I completely understand. I love him as a footballer, but mate, I'm not asking him to do any pressing. He's the slowest man in the world. Yeah, He's got I mean, a oh, wand yeah. of a it's foot, fine. but like, nah. But to be honest, you've got Ronaldo. I assume in all of our teams, we've got Cristiano Ronaldo up front. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, there's no pressing going on from any of our teams, and is there? Let's be honest about it. Um, who's your? What's your midfield, Tom? So. I am denied about the, the, the position. So obviously we've got a base in the midfield. I have gone Kante. He's playing in his, as Lee said, natural position, um, which then frees you up to have what really you want in front of it. Now I've gone with Kevin De Bruyne because he's probably the best centre midfielder in, in the Premier League um, in terms of being a more an attacking influence. I think, you know, you can't really put Kante into... Kante's not doing what De Bruyne does, right? Can I, can I say, I'll, I'll say one thing there, right? Yes. I, obviously... Um, you say where's the press, but I mean Man City play with David Silva and De Bruyne ahead of Fernandinho on a good day, Mate. and they press fine. Yes, but no, but you put Modric and Cruz. That's fine. How do you think Real Madrid win the ball back when they don't play Casemiro? It's fine. I don't know. Mate, any team can contain Modric, mate. He's just gonna, he's gonna be slating. He's gonna be <laughs> dicking all over it. Um, my other player next to him is uh, Marco Verratti. Giza showed in Paris earlier uh, this year against Liverpool that he can play midfield on his own I would like for Verratti to do it I would like to see more than a flash from him there's a reason why he doesn't play all that often over over periods of time there's a reason why he gets taken out of the team um, I need to see him because I've seen him have incredible games where he looks like the most complete midfielder around right because he can run he can tackle he's got good engine he can pass the ball yeah. wonderfully he's got, he can take on the half turn he's got good dribbling ability he can do it all I only question is um, what consistency. I'd say he's a glorified Herrera. I wouldn't say he's. <gasps> what the fuck is that? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Come at me with glorified Herrera. <laughs> I, I, you, he's Mike, got an engine on him. That's what, when you talk about the Liverpool game. That's all I saw was him just running around uh, like a headless chicken. No, no, getting stuck in. No, not at all, mate. I, I, Marco Verratti. A couple of years ago, it would have been him or Pogba. Now, I would have had Pogba in this team. I will tell you right now. I would have had Pogba in this team and it probably would have been for Verratti. But um, I find it difficult because of what's happened at United. But I probably... If, if I'm honest, I probably would have Pogba in this team anyway. Yeah, I'd have Pogba in it. But, you know, it's difficult at the moment to to kind of put him in the running. It is. Because I feel like a midfielder, Kante, Pogba and De Bruyne is going to be pretty bloody excellent. Um, um, the only reason why I don't have Kante in my team, I, I'd just like to just re. I, I, I'm a very big fan of his. Um, I just figure, you know, we're not, you know, uh, with a team like this, teams aren't going to attack us. They're going to sit back, and I just assume, as we've talked about in this podcast, that Kante, if up against a team that sits back, he ain't offering. I jack think shit, Kante so. for a cruise in your team. The, the the reason why you need Kante in this team is because Josh Kimmich and Mendy are going to vacate fullback, and. That's going to give you opportunities on the on the t- on the turn turn basically. But look, look, I can understand where you're coming from on that. Um, the long short of it, um, I would take Pogba ahead of Luka Modric. He actually won a World Cup. <laughs> now, going on to the strikers, because we'll be all day otherwise. I I reckon me and you have both got three strikers, Woods. Yeah? Yes, or three. Have forwards. you got? Yeah, Lee's basically now got three as well because he's uh, he said his. Did you say you had... You, I've got four left. You've got four players left. Oh, you didn't say three. 
attacking players and one out and out striker, okay. which is obviously Ronaldo. Okay. Fire away, Luke. which I'm sure we've all got. We've all got Ronaldo, yeah. Yeah. So who's who's behind Ronaldo for you? This was tough. Go on. Um, the goat. Yeah. And the best player in the Premier League. Hazard. Yeah. Yeah, I've got, I've got them. I've got them too, and another one. I have Ronaldo. Can Messi, I and can Mbappe I just say as well? I'm going to be honest yeah. here, but I've 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 got Killian. <laughs> Yeah, I say I've got Ronaldo, Messi, and Mbappe. That yeah. um, I, I I have Mbappe ahead of Ronaldo in mine because I don't think Messi and Ronaldo will ever be able to play in the same team. That's the only reason. That's fair. Um, so I have, I have Mbappe, Messi, and Hazard. I want to see the two greatest players of all time to be in the same team. That's fair. That's fair. Being supplied by the greatest player of currently of our generation in Luka Modric. So. Yeah. <laughs> So, so next, who would you bother? Who would your manager be? I don't think you prepared this, but I'm curious to know. Uh, Pep Guardiola. Yeah, Pep. Has to be Pep, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Do, do we have time to do our quick other eleven, the alternative Woods eleven? We do have an alternative Woods eleven. Okay, Woods. What we did, we tried to think of players that you would, uh, you know, you'd also really want in your team, right? That maybe you really wouldn't want in your team. Okay. <laughs> so obviously, you know who's in goal, don't you? Yeah. 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 Okay. Big Timo, yeah. Big Timo, yeah. Yeah, Snake. Uh, so we've got we've got Moses at right back <laughs> and Marcelo at left back because oh, we know how much yeah, you hate him. Yeah. We've then got Koscielny oh, at centre back. Fucking Koscielny, yeah. <laughs> Tarkovsky. He's you know, your man this year. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, he should have given away a penalty at the weekend again, right against Spurs. He, uh, exactly. Absolutely, he's an absolute shit player, mate. So we've got Eric Dyer. Yeah. In, in the DM position. Can, can we just come into Dyer? Did anyone see Sports Personality uh, this week? No, no, didn't. Right. So, no. so they obviously did a huge piece about England's World Cup fourth place, and it, it did feel a little bit like, I get it, we finished fourth, and then it reminded me that somehow Eric Dyer was the hero of a penalty shootout, and I'm like, I don't think there's been a more undeserved person to be the hero of a penalty shootout than Eric Dyer, who came on and was absolutely woeful. I will say one thing about that. Unlike in yet like yesteryear, when you remember who took winning penalties, I had forgotten that fact completely. Well, there you go. This is good news. Uh, I'm guessing you remember Pickford made a save and the Colombian hit the bar? No. No. Do you remember anything from the game? Not really. <laughs> It was an emotional a game. Dirty game, that's all oh, I mean. Emotional, dirty I, I remember game, Pickford making the greatest save I've oh, ever the seen. Save and, of it, all time. and it basically meant nothing because they scored from the corner and we never saw yeah. really a replay of it. <laughs> so, it was an unbelievable save. save. It, was, it was like the best save of all time. Um, so, carry, sorry, carry on. Yeah. Quickly, sorry, yeah, sorry. quickly. We've also got uh, Paul Pogba, supported with Luka Modric. Oh, yeah. Of course. And then up front, we've got Neymar and Griezmann. Fuck Griezmann, mate. Flanking Morata. <laughs> you see, I, I, I'm starting to come round on Neymar. I feel that Neymar come has. On. I feel Neymar has adapted himself a little bit since the World Cup uh, theatrics. Um, I think that he he's maybe more aware, conscious yeah, of 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 his behaviour not being a positive for him. Um, I watched that man in a charity five-a-side game. Oh, my game, God, yes. Right? Now you say that, and now I'm like, I'm back where I was. Exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Holy Against shit. Against basically some random guy on the street. The guy tackles him, so Neymar fouls the guy and completely crumps him because <laughs> he cannot be upstaged he by just a ba- random basically dude. basically volleyed him, didn't he? 
Yeah. It was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So yeah, we thought we'd put together a little team. We've also got um, Pep Guardiola and his Spanish backroom team. <laughs> as well. Have you got basically them all with the syringes? Exactly. Wait, yeah. I, who was it? Um, I heard that one of the players, uh, Fernandinho, ham, like had a hammy injury. You know, what I was saying to you, oh, City are going to have some problems coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. Starting lineup? Are you fucking kidding me, mate? I was disappointed when I saw his name in, in the starting <laughs> eleven. Wasn't expecting it. Yeah, so yeah pitched there with a syringe. Right. Just like he's fine. Get him out there. <laughs> <laughs> he is fine. Um, <clears throat> let's look ahead to the weekend's fixtures. Now. We won't be having a show, I believe, next week because it's Christmas and it's a busy-ass week to try and get things together. So, understandably, there are many, many games over Christmas. What we're going to do is we're going to preview the direct next games that are coming up. There's going to be a couple of round of fixtures throughout that period of as well. What we'll do is, to keep the predictions all running nice and in order, we will publish our predictions on the we'll internet. We'll actually do it this we'll time. We'll actually do it. So then we have a record of it. So when we do predictions in the new year or just after Christmas they'll all be there okay are we not going to review the games time. from this weekend we'll, we'll mix it in mate new we'll, format we'll, it. Oh, remember yes. Fe- new format I've already forgotten the format it's a new format what am I doing new format what am I doing new format so first game Friday the 21st of December we've got Wolves are hosting Liverpool Liverpool obviously off of a pretty resounding victory at, uh, at Anfield against Man United and Wolves coming off a 2-0 win at home to Bournemouth. Yeah. So an interesting back and forth, tie here. Back and forth. Was it three in a row? Three in a row after not winning in. I think any seven. any hope of that bet mate of ever coming in for me is now just definitely been put to At bed this now. point, Fulham are genuine relegation candidates. Definitely. And I honestly didn't see that at the start of the season. I really didn't with Fulham. But that, that, that's well, Fulham. Wolves have, to, Wolves have picked themselves up though, haven't they? As you said, the last three games yeah. now. Uh, they're the seventh or eighth best team. That's a tough game. Eight o'clock away. Um... That, that the ground will be bouncing for that game. Um, mm. It's been draw for me. I think it's a draw. I'll take a draw as well. I I, I didn't think Liverpool were particularly good at the weekend. Um, I just think that Manchester United were turgid, and it did no, take two I'm, deflected shots. Yeah, I'm still I'm still going to take Liverpool. What still I will say about Liverpool, Liverpool though, that Shakiri signing, which I think some people obviously raised a few eyebrows about, is paying dividends. He's he's got his head sorted. Um, he's he's taken his role of being an impact player off the bench really well and um it's paying paying off big time for Klopp. Mate, if you're if you're him, you've be, you've gone from playing turd football yeah. at Stoke to now, you know, playing European football and getting a decent amount of game time at Liverpool. Yeah, no, I, I completely understand why, but there, there were questions about his mentality. There were some questions. But he's he's completely put that to rest. I mean he's making Gary mm. Neville look ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um Going on there, so the uh, half 12 on Saturday, we have Arsenal, who obviously come into the game having lost, having lost to What's his favourite team? Eh? Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. 22-game unbeaten streak, ended by a team that I don't think had won a home game this season. New manager, mate. New, New manager. manager effect. Uh, no defenders. Koscielny started and apparently looked way off the pace, um, well, which only, is understandable. He, he's he got, only played in Europa League, had he? He's got no Achilles, before, mate. So, few days before. Yeah, it, it's unfair to really judge him on that. Um, I think he'll struggle to get back for what it's worth. I think that at his age, um, an Achilles injury like that is going to be... I think he's done. I think so too. Um, the problem for Arsenal is that they haven't got anyone else. Um, yeah, I do struggling. I do think that I wouldn't sacrifice Shaka to play in defence from midfield because I feel that Shaka's value in the midfield far outweighs 
uh, dropping him into there. Um, He's the best player in the Premier League at the moment, isn't he? I, by the way, I'm just going to put out, I ain't buying this Jacker nonsense. Okay, fair I, enough. I think he's, I think he's fine, right? But I think his downside is is, is too. I, I just, I, yeah, I'm not buying it. Basically, I think you could put, you could put Ander Herrera. Next he wasn't to very good against Ter- You could put Ander Herrera next to Torreira, and he would look like a better player. As right, well. I think Torreira is a hell of a footballer. Ander Herrera hasn't got the passing ability that Shaka does carry for what it's worth. Shaka, if you have a look at his numbers, his passing forward numbers, he's very impressive. He does. Yeah, look- no, I, I, fair enough. He's a decent passer of the ball, but that's all I'm going to say is that he's decent. I, I, I really, I think he scored a couple. Lee, of free Lee, kicks Lee was overstating what I've said about Shaka. I, 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 I still stand by what I said is that he's been one of the better performers for Arsenal this season. I think it's kind of gone under the radar about how good he's been this season. I think but, he's been appalling personally. I, I'm not, I, I love this, mate. This is literally well done. I tried to get better. Okay, because I, I do still think that you're thinking about him playing left back against Palace. No, I'm not. And also I'm the beginning talking, of the season. I'm not talking about left back at all. I'm when talking about. Playing. He was. He's but, had, no, this, he, he had two is, or three good games. This is literally what I'm getting at is that the reason why he's looked adequate and not like a sore thumb because he, he has looked like a sore thumb for the last year of his career at Arsenal. He plays in the midfield and he looks fucking shit. Now he's magically playing next to a player that does all of the work and is and is universally lauded as basically being one of the best signings of the summer, right? Right. For the money that he's an incredible talent, is Torreira, right? All of a sudden, Shaka looks like half decent. Like, nah, I think you ship him out and you get someone who actually is decent. So playing next to Torreira, he's a lot better. I, I'm not having it personally. At the end of the day, if he was a decent player as you make out to be, then we would have seen it in the last couple of seasons that he's been there. Arsenal. No, I don't think you would. Because it's, we see it in it's tiny the same, flashes. Because the thing is, is, they haven't put someone next to him to win the ball. It's kind of like taking Kante out of these teams and then, like, for it, put it this way Is Pogba a bad player? No, but no, I saw he looks Pogba dog play shit without Kante next to him, doesn't he, in comparison? So this is what but I'm I saying. It's, it's, it's very unfair in... to kind of suggest that, oh, you know, now he's got a player that can do all his leg work. That's the only reason he's any good. Pogba f- favours from it. Any top player uh, would favour. Any, any good, but you're making him out to be like some kind of... I don't think I did. I don't think I did. He's been all right. You called him a baller last week. Mikey, you, you, you've been baited by Lee. I said he's been an, an underrated performer for Arsenal. You called him a baller the other week on the, on this show. And I, I, a he's been, he has been... like I, I don't think you're right. I'm just going to stand by my point here because I do think <laughs> that he's actually been a pretty good performer this season. I think he's been a very good performer. I'll take my wooden spoon away. Come on, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Let's get angry. Let's no, go. I'm not getting so- angry about it. I'm standing <laughs> by my point. I, I mean, well, Mike is entitled, but my point still stands is that I think he's been good in this system. But to kind of just criticise him because, oh, he's only looked good because he's got a, this guy next to me who does a lot of the dog's work is... I don't think that's kind of like a fair criticism because Pogba looked better well, with no, Kante next to has to. Everyone needs to be in a team that you know highlights them, right? That's yeah, the, absolutely. You, that's how you get cohesion of a team. What I'm saying is that he's obviously has, yes, he has a platform to perform on, yeah. as it were now. Uh, other than a few balls here and there, I don't recall him doing anything. I gen- gen- genuinely, I'm not trying to be funny. I've seen him score a couple of free kicks, really good. Um, but then when I'm watching these Arsenal games, I'm watching him out of position. I'm watching him losing the ball. I, I just I don't see it. I'm seeing him do some decent bits, but I'm not I'm not I'm not sitting there thinking he's been one of Arsenal's best performers. Yes. Potentially Arsenal fans might prove like say wrong yourself as well. That's absolutely fine. But you know I'm just using I'm using my eyes essentially. That's, I know at the beginning fine. of the season he was poor. You know I, he does a similar job to what Modric Arsenal, does. Arsenal. <laughs> 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 right. Anyway, Arsenal playing Burnley and uh, Burnley obviously lost to Spurs last oh, week. So two mate, teams. They, are, they were clinging on. So well. Spurs should have. 
pounded them. Um, Arsenal. I think the conditions helped Burnley out a little bit. Absolutely, right? absolutely, and refereeing decisions as well. So I want to go Arsenal for this one. Absolutely, it's an obvious one, right? It is. Is it Arsenal as well? It's at Arsenal. Yeah, Arsenal. Burnley right, don't carry got... a goal for it. No, no, really they don't. really don't. Um, now then, we've got Bournemouth hosting Brighton, and Bournemouth obviously lost two nil to Wolves. Brighton, on the other hand, lost two one to Chelsea. What are we thinking? Two teams not really in form. Yeah, Bournemouth's form has gone a bit patchy, hasn't it? Or just poor in, in general. Um, it's difficult to get a read. You know, Brighton weren't really expected to get too much from Chelsea, and I think it was a half hour. Uh, performance from Chelsea on Sunday. I'll, t- I'll take Bournemouth. I, I'm, I don't know if Callum Wilson's going to be back in the team. I don't know if he was back in the team this weekend. I think he came, he came on. on. He came on. Yeah, th- he's a big miss for them. Um, Might be going to Chelsea, I hear. I, yes, that, that was mentioned by... Amazingly, Zola came out and was very blunt about the fact that we're looking at signing him. And it's kind of like... Would you welcome that? Well, you know, I, I'm, I think highly of him. Look, he's a better Indeed. option than anything that we've got. So you you prefer him to over like Hazard in the uh, false number nine then? Uh, yes, because I don't think Hazard's really suited to that. I don't like him there either. He's not selfish mm. enough. It, oh, to, he, he, he doesn't get the ball enough in that. Position. Yeah, he does look isolated. I mean, he looked particularly isolated against City, but my strikers yeah, do tend course. to look isolated. But um, I I I do I do wonder if maybe we should have had a look at Bashawaya. I'm not saying that Bashawaya's a a world beater, but is there too much difference between Wilson and Bashwai? I, I, I'd probably say Wilson over Bashwai personally. I, I do like what Wilson offers. Well, we watched uh, Bashwai in for Valencia against United, didn't we? And he was no good. He wasn't good. No good. Okay. And that's fair um, enough. I haven't really seen him play much, even at Chelsea. I'm going. Um, I'm going Bournemouth for this one. Sorry. Yeah, and I completely agree. Going draw. Yeah. And draw. I'll take Bournemouth. Uh, and then we've got Chelsea, fresh off of that victory, playing good old. Good old Leicester, who lost one 0 Palace. Mate, Claude Powell, he's he's in a bit of trouble at the moment. He is in a bit, but um, that seems to happen with him, doesn't it? Well, that's the thing. As soon as they go on a bad run, which they're on at the moment, then the pressure starts to build. Um, it's hard to see. Chelsea are winning this game. Oh, yeah, yeah Chelsea are winning. Oh, yeah, it's hard to see. Yeah, I was going to say it's hard to see Leicester getting anything out of it. And they've also got a game this week, haven't they, as well, in the League Cup. Chelsea do as well. They're playing Bournemouth tomorrow, oh, I think, yeah. Mm, yeah, st- still Chelsea. That's fair enough. Then we go from there. Huddersfield, who lost 1-0 at home to Newcastle, of all teams. The games they should be winning. The games they really, really should be winning. 74% possession. Jesus Christ. Huddersfield face a resurgent, a, a revitalised Southampton. It's hard not to look past Southampton. The new, winning as we said earlier, can quickly become a habit. Just look at Newcastle. I'm going to draw myself. I'm going to go Southampton. I think... Well, well, they scored three against Arsenal last weekend. Who bagged the goals? Ings? Ings and um, Austin. So both their strikers scored. Yeah, give me Southampton. Um, Huddersfield just... They're just not dangerous. Yeah, for all that possession, I think they had like less than 0.50 on the expected goals. Yeah, I mean, so, that's yeah. no good, is it? It's just they, no don't, good. they don't look like scoring. Now, no. two informed teams. Man City obviously registering a 3-1 victory over Leeds' beloved Toffees. <laughs> and uh, who are they playing? Who are they playing? Who are they playing? Palace. Could have been a different game had Richarlison put his, his head on the ball instead of his foot. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. Because I think Everton actually were probably 
better than the, what Free One said. I think I, I personally, I thought Everton were all right on the day. I think they were unfortunate to really come away. Maybe, we maybe City edged it to win it, but they were uh, in it. City were clinical. Yeah, they were very. Um, I mean, Hazus bagging a couple that'll do his confidence a world of good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Palace actually won a game without Zaha, right? That that happened last yeah. weekend. Got rid Amazing. of that monkey off the back, haven't they? Amazing. Um, good strike from Milhojevic as well. Mm. It was. Yeah, really good hit. Um, I still think Palace is struggling though. Oh, I'm, I'm Man City all day long here. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. In no this chance. game, yeah, yeah, yeah but um, it, well, with January looming, um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the teams that are in that bottom 10 because, I mean, Palace of all the teams have got to really make sure that no one comes in and tries poaching Wilf. Big Wilf. Big Wilf. We've got Newcastle Fulham up next. Newcastle obviously winning away at Huddersfield and Fulham losing 2 not home to West Ham. I'm back in the Magpies there, boys and girls. Yeah. It's it's looking yes. ominous. It's not he's not had any impact yet, Ranieri. Defensively they still don't look great, do they? Mate, they shipped four to us. <laughs> I mean Jesus. They did make United look good. They did make West United. Ham could have had more as well. He, he, West Ham look, have I said they more. West Ham always looked dangerous. Yeah. Again, with um, what's his face on the wing, Felipe Anderson. Felipe Anderson. Tasty. Yeah. Tasty. When he's up for it, that boy is very good. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, ta- I'm taking Newcastle in this one as well. Yeah, I'll take Newcastle. And then, speaking of West Ham, they, they're, they're hosting Watford. That's West a tough Ham, little game, there, isn't it? West Ham getting the points away. Watford you know, getting that 3 2 victory over Cardiff. Some excellent goals in that game. Really good goals. Some very, very good goals. My favourite thing about this game, I've been saying this since week one, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Old, uh, old Mister, old Mister Goblin. There yeah. are signs. Yeah, there are signs. There, are, he was not happy after this game, boys and girls. He was not happy at all. It's happening. It's coming. I'm gonna get two Christmas presents this year. I've already got one of them today. Yeah, and I'm gonna get another one very soon when Neil Warnock absolutely blows his top. Yeah, for what it's worth, that, I thought... against Man United after on uh, Saturday afternoon. For what it's worth, I thought it was a bit bit of a knob with his comments he was saying that you know it was like a trainee ref or whatever you know not, not he's never refereed in the Premier League before like why does he have to well they have to ref somewhere they have to start mate. off somewhere and no offence <laughs> they're, they're not going to start him off in, in you know the Mer- like Merseyside Derby no, exactly. or Manchester Liverpool or whatever are they? they're going to put him against a Watford Cardiff exactly two teams that know the championship very well the, this guy's obviously refereed in the championship before it's probably an easier step to make you know exactly do the math as they say um, what do you think is going to happen here West Ham. That's going to be a tight game, Brooklyn. that. Real tight. I think that there'll be goals. There'll be goals. I could, I could see it score draw. Um, I think that okay. they've both got a lot of quality going forward. Score draw? Yeah. I'm going for a West Ham win. Yeah, West Ham are in form. They are in form. So I'm going to give it West Ham as well. Then we do have half five kickoff Cardiff hosting Manchester United. A Mourinho less. Bounce back. Mate, you've got some easy fixtures coming up. Pog- some Pogba show, fixtures. mate. Pogba show. It's it's going to be United. They're going to they're going to turn it on against this lot. Two or three. I hope so. What do you think, Lee? Um, yeah, it's hard not to look past, isn't it? Um, yeah, I'll go United. And on Sunday, we've got ourselves a big, 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 big game. Everton, fresh from a defeat to Manchester City, are hosting. Tottenham Hotspurs, fresh from the knowledge that they haven't moved into their new stadium yet. Um, 
And also fresh from a very scabby win against, well, not scabby, but you know, they beat Burnley 1 0 and huffed and puffed to it, to be fair. What's going to happen? What are you thinking? Well, we're off to it, aren't we? We have, me and you are going to this game. We're up to, we're up to Liverpool. We're going to this Christ. game. Are you going up on the day? Yeah. Bus? Um, train? Driving. Who? My brother. Ah. I reckon Everton have got a really good chance. I wasn't overly impressed with Tottenham last weekend. I think that there's... Look, like you said, the weather played into uh, Burnley's hands on the day, but they, they did look a bit tired. They did look a bit tired. Um, then again, that was the week after they went to the new comp and, and obviously won, uh, won all there. So uh, you can understand why they were maybe a bit leggy. Um, I think oh. personally, I think we're struggling, especially if uh, Drissa Gay isn't back. I think we missed him against City. Uh, obviously, we're always going to struggle against City, but he was a big miss. And I think if he isn't playing, then I expect Tottenham to... To maybe get the three points. I think the best we can hope for is a draw. I'm going to go draw myself. I think it could be a draw. I think it could be a draw. What are you having? I'll go Spurs. You draw the board, draw woods? Yep. Okie dokie. Predictions done. In the bank. In the book. Are we happy? Of course we are. Are we doing a winners and chumps? What else is next on this well, crazy ass show? We are an hour and 20 in. What do we I, want to do? I was going to say about doing a quick award segment. Seeing as we had sports personality this weekend, and seems the time of year to do it, going into Christmas and kind of give our review on certain things on the year. So I will. You've got the categories. I've got the categories. You've got the answers. Um, I'll save the best one for last. (laughs) And I'm looking at you, Lee. All right. How many categories are there? Don't let me. uh, Five, maybe. I'm thinking on the fly. Um, <laughs> I did write these in the group, so you guys should know. Um, I'm going to mm. go to the group, um, and I'm going to pull them up now, so you're not completely shocked by this. Um, I was going to do goal of the, of the year, but um, I feel that's putting you guys a bit on the spot because I wouldn't be able to come up with one. Um, so uh, we'll miss that. So we're going to go with the first we'll one. probably have Gareth Bale. Champions League final. We, yeah. I yeah, don't yeah. think you can go for any other goal. I, f- I feel that the only answer is that Ronaldo did score his overhead this year as well, which is pretty sweet. But um, I think exactly. Bale would be the right was... answer. So, yeah. so congratulations, Gareth Bale, who actually deservedly wins our goal of the season FIFA awards. Take note. Um, Mo Salah's <laughs> goal against Everton wasn't in the running because it was basically run-of-the-mill goal um, and was betted at and filled by Eden Hazard earlier this year. So. Um, out of the running so uh, we'll go to the best game of the year now that is a little bit putting you on the only one I can think of is the one that happened a couple of weeks ago the derby between Arsenal and Spurs it was a good game it was a good game Um, what what are the nominations can't you chuck some nominations Jesus I mean like nominations I'm going to go for the uh, England Columbia game in terms of emotion just in terms of that's the game that I was most emotionally invested in this yeah. year. Oh, and that's, that's, that's fair as well. You can go that way as well, Lee, if you want to go that way. I uh, will say, though, that, 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 that um, North London derby the other week was fucking brilliant. It was an was excellent the most match. I enjoyed. Uh, as a neutral, that was, some, that was some of the most enjoyment I've had watching football for a long time. 
Can I say maybe even the Panama game, even though it was Panama? <laughs> the fact that we just turned turned up and steamrolled. There's a no, real re- there's a felt, real reason why great. that game sticks in our memory, Jamie Hannan. Oh yeah, you, I forgot about that. Why have you reminded me? Cash out, Jamie. Cash out. Cash out for that several hundred pound. Yeah, that's, that's irritating. Uh, personally, um, the Spain Portugal game. Yeah, the the world's the, one of the world's best lit it up tournament it was the second game of the tournament it was the first evening or sorry it was the third yeah. game of the tournament it was the first proper evening of, of the World Cup and um, really when you think of the games that we had at that World Cup we had so many good games uh, think of the uh, Belgium-Japan game oh that was a great game that was a great I, mean, I love that game I was what, a, what a game that, that I mean uh, yeah gutting that Japan went out but what a, what a game from start to finish fantastic um Germany, South Korea was also a good one. Yeah, oh gosh, I'm I'm forgetting games here because there were some really, really, really good good football matches, and it's a shame because I kind of feel that the tournament petered out. France, Argentina, that was yeah. that was a, that was a banger as well. Um, so you had some great games early, and I kind of feel it petered out in the semi final uh, and final. But personally, I I just think that you know the game ended with Ronaldo scoring a. <laughs> free kick like Ronaldo doesn't score free kicks and that no, was what, all I was thinking and he steps up and takes a free kick top corner against the best goalkeeper in the world hat trick on the day and um, free all uh, so that's that's my 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 selection um, okay best team of the best year team team of the year oh that's a tricky one that is a one. I, I, I can't look past Man City, to be honest with you, because I've taken into account what they did at the end of last year as well, in terms of, you know, last season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, steamrolling everyone, breaking records, Man City for me. Yeah. Yeah. Contender maybe England for their for their run yeah. and winning over the fans. I mean, that's the main thing, what they, they did do this, that they, they got the fans back. Um, I think before the tournament, we were, we were out on it. Um, we weren't particularly enamoured with what was about to happen. Uh, well, we've had a decade of being turgid, um, no hope going into the tournament, and all of a sudden, you kind of I like, really enjoyed singing Three Lines on a Shirt again. I, that was I fun. Really thought was coming home. That was good. Day. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, Manchester City, 100 points in the Premier League. Are you kidding me? They broke all the records, so of course it's Manchester City. Um mm-hmm. By best team, I guess we go to best manager. Do we look past? Dead air here. Do you like? Do you like this? Do we look past Pep? Pep, or do we go to the waistcoat? The glorious waistcoat. The wait, glorious waistcoat. We're allowed to be biasedly. We're allowed to be biased. Gareth Southgate, like we just mate, said, the way he handled football did that come home. Mate. Football did come home. The thing is, is that people go, oh, "Well, you didn't win it." No, no, no. You're missing the point. You're completely missing the point if that's what you think we're seeing. Football actually came home. If you saw what was going on, it was absolute madness in this country. Like, I haven't seen scenes like that since, um, what, probably 2004, maybe? Yeah. Like, legitimately, football came home this summer, and it was because of Gareth Southgate and his, and his, his wonderful waistcoat. So I, I, I know that Pep Guardiola is a better manager, and what he did was, is unbelievable at Manchester City, but he has had endless, endless funds to be able to do that. And also basically takes money from a scumbag country. Where Gareth Southgate, 
takes money from a scumbag country, but it's our scumbag country. So, you know, I'm fine with it. Um, <laughs> Gareth Southgate, he's my ch- he's my selection. So, yeah. Um, I, I can't don't... argue, man. Yeah, I can't argue. I can't argue. Um, I can't argue. So we've had, had that uh, best moment. Jesus. Put him on the spot there, Sunshine. I know. Um, maybe Kieran Trippier scoring that free kick. It's it's that or it's it's the penalty, isn't it? Um, but the what, thing what was, penalty? is that when, what, what when Trippier hit the, the shootout, yeah, because obviously we won a penalty shootout, Lee. I yeah. don't know if you realise. Yeah. Um, the thing with Trippier's free kick is like generally at that moment, you're genuinely dreaming of England playing in the World Cup final. Yeah, this is it, isn't it? Mm. Um, For for that moment, yeah, it's it's hard not to. And it's sad because um, the words that came because they did a piece on this, and and Kyle Walker said um, he couldn't believe it. um, At that moment, they were kind of looking towards the going to a World Cup final. I kind of feel that his words perfectly explain as to why we didn't, and that was because there was a lack of belief that we could see it out. I feel had these players played for teams that were successful uh, football teams. So I'm talking about... You look back at where we were a decade ago with with uh, United, Liverpool, Arsenal and Chelsea being excellent in Europe, semi-finalists consistently, winning big tournaments. This team doesn't really have players that play at that level. And I think that that lack of belief because of lack of silverware really affected how they played the remainder of that game where they, 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 they kind of had fear there was fear they, they and they also didn't feel that they could do it um oh it's it's, it's they kind of if you're going to win the world cup and you know and deserve to win the world cup you have to have these experiences as a young team right so absolutely you know I, winning I, I, in the big moment i don't think it's a bad thing i think it sets us up better for for the future but um well yeah that's the thing we got to the stage we've yeah, learned exactly. hopefully we take on board so next time we know what it's like it's a lovely, lovely cube you've doodled there, Lee. Lovely, <laughs> lovely doodle you've done there. Lovely. Okay. And finally, the big one. Lionel Best player, yeah. Best player. Lionel Luke, Messi. Luka Modric. <laughs> Lee, I know you're winding me up now, mate. I'm not. Come on. He's been voted twice. By idiots. <laughs> of course it... Uh... Hang on, yeah, who did you say? Messi. Yeah, Messi. Yeah. It's Messi. Of course it is, it's Messi. It's Lionel Messi. See, how he even tried to carry Argentina in that World Cup as well. Yeah. Where he, he scored beat... that goal, which was just fucking oh. amazing. Oh. Not... But he's been criticised before, though, for for his uh, for the way he plays for Argentina and also he, he, the effect that he has. And you could really see that he was trying, whether it's for his own personal game, because obviously it's probably his last World Cup or certainly one where he could have a, a strong influence and... Yeah, and then obviously the goals still keep, keep going, banging him in for Barcelona. So yeah, when he's finished, it, only then will people really recognise how good he is. Yeah, because we, we go back to the norm. But he's giant, exactly. at the moment. There's a giant anomaly in all of the stats, and it's just because there's an asterisk next to all of it saying, "Oh, by the way, this is Messi." Um, no one's ever going to touch this because he's a freak. You know. I, I, what I will say is, I can understand why Luka Modric ended up winning the awards. Um, we touched on it before. Voter fatigue is a legitimate thing. It's why Michael Jordan didn't win the NBA MVP every year that he played basketball, despite being the best player in basketball. Same for LeBron James. These things happen where people like to see other people win it. Um, AKA I, Scotty Parker and Ryan Giggs winning 
awards. Yeah, exactly. The, it, I think everyone's very much aware that Lionel Messi is the best footballer in the world. Um, I'll even allow people to have their opinions to say Cristiano Ronaldo is, um, because I know there's obviously a very much a diehard fan base for him as well. But genuinely, still, Lionel Messi is underrated. And he's regarded as the best footballer that's ever played. So um, that's all I've got. Um, In terms of winners and chumps, uh, I I think we can keep it pretty quick. Uh, Winners, Mikey Edwards and all Manchester United fans, chumps, Jose Mourinho. Yep. Yeah. I'm a winner, boys. You are a winner this week. always told me I was a winner. Congratulations. Yay. Well, there we go. One hour 30 on the dot. Pretty much. You lucky people. Unless we start talking like you know about tables like we've done in the past or various random subjects. You know what? We're not going to do that. I'm just going to say goodbye. And also, hit us up on iTunes and Spotify. Give us a like. Give us a review. Give us a rating. And talk to our good friend Tom on Twitter. And also, check out another podcast this week. Um, I don't know if you've already mentioned it. If you did, it, an hour and a half seems a long time ago. Though, but Mikey, you're on another podcast this week. This is excellent work here, Tom. I was completely... Forgot all about this. Yeah, so I recorded another podcast last uh, last night, in fact, with uh, good our good buddies from Talk Filmy to Me. Uh, myself and Adam Flint discussed Batman Returns, a very timely film, considering it is, of course, set at Christmas. Uh, yeah, you can find that, I think, as of right now. So It is up it there. Out. Go find and, it, because uh, I'm going to go listen to this after this podcast, because I'm keen to find out your opinions on this damn film. You know, fun, funny enough, after I did the podcast yesterday... I, uh, I come away from it and I was like, how did that go? And I thought to myself, I think I gave four or five wildly different different opinions and I don't think I actually wrapped it up as any of the ones I believe in my own. I have no idea. I hate the film because it's fucking terrible, but I love the film because it's incredible. I can't work it I know out. What you're, so, I know exactly what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying about that movie. Because yeah, it's, it's, it's just like, where, where am I on this? Because I enjoy it, but like, there's so it's, many issues with it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, that's all from us. Have a lovely Christmas and uh, be safe and warm and well fed. Yes. Absolutely. Festive greetings. Goodbye. Merry Christmas. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.